To Unplugged, the Mill Usman podcast, your stable for authentic information and unbridled fun. And now, your host. This is Grandmaster Mo. Welcome to Unplugged, the Mo Usman podcast, episode eight. On this episode, we'll be talking to Sunny Waspapping, an Iowa Twitter influencer. We'll be talking about a whole lot of drama that's for sure. You know it. That's what we're here for <laughs> right now. Well, welcome to the show, Sunny. Thank you for having me. Well, would you prefer me calling you Sunny through the course of this interview or you prefer Waspapping? Anyone would be okay for me. Anyone, anyone. But I will, I will go with the Waspapping because that's what I'm known with these days. All right, wonderful. Well, aside being a Twitter influencer, I noticed you're also a businessman. Now, what made you choose your current line of business? I don't know. It's like, okay, it's something that started a few years back. You know, I didn't grow up in a business-oriented family. I grew up in a family that all we were focused on is going to school and all, go to school, graduate, and you'll get a good job and all. But then, after school, that's... And I was just on Twitter, having fun, going from one drama to the other. But then I have this friend, Musa Hausa. He's a very close friend of mine. He grew up in a very business-oriented family. So Musa had a lot of people push me into business. And like you, most of you all know, I started with Rainbow Quran before moving back to jeans, yogas, shirts, tracksuit shoes, and many other things. And Alhamdulillah, life has been nothing but success. Mashallah. All right, so Ramadan is coming now, and I noticed you put up the rainbow Qurans again. How yeah, much they, yeah, how, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go back to where you start. How much do they go for again? I sell them. Okay, I sell the medium sizes for two k, then the big sizes for two five. Mm, all right. Awesome. Now, with the whole lockdown currently in place, yeah, because of the coronavirus and all of that, how are you coping? Uh, how is your business coping right now? Are things still okay, okay, or it has sort of stifled your business? Seriously, things are not going well and smooth as you'd expect, but Alhamdulillah, I'm trying to cope. I mean, I'm coping because there is, there are, regardless of what people might be thinking, there are people that still travel and there are some drivers that travel from Abuja to Alaska. Most basically, it is the delivery that is the issue. The okay. delivery that is the issue, but I can deliver around Kaduna that on Tuesdays and Wednesday. Ah. So today is like yeah. a big business day for you, even though people don't know that we're recording on this day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Today, yesterday, and today, they are, they are the days I usually make my deliveries around Kaduna. Cool. So let's talk about the recent drama, which you were at the forefront of recently. Talking about the Iowa, the North versus Southern Twitter, <laughs> Iowa Twitter versus Southern Twitter that went on, at, I think a couple of days ago. It has sort of eased off, but every single thing that comes up again, we sort of revert back to status quo and the whole fight begins again. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. now I, I agree, yeah. I agree that some of the things that, you know, Iowa is called out for is hypocritical, you know, because it, it happens in every society. Now, a lot of the things we get called out for, for some part, are true. Now, for instance, let's talk about the, uh, since we're talking Corona, we're in Corona times now, yes? 
the madness um, of not believing coronavirus is real, people washing their hands in water and then going ahead to drink that said water again. You know, we have videos of kids on the streets insulting the president because they believe that he is a sellout. Now, why do we get defensive over issues like this instead of educating our people? Yeah, which is from my own point of view, like mostly my own personal opinion, why I chip into the whole issue is this is the level they keep giving us as a whole. Like, you can call out issues without attaching it to illiteracy or religious or the tribal someone is coming from. So that's my issue with the whole thing. And even in the other part, the other part, that's the southern states. Like, you have their influencers, their celebrities, see, coming on social media saying coronavirus is not real and all. And you don't see any what we are judging them as a whole, giving them labels like illiterate and all. Like, we don't do that. So my problem stems from the fact that they judge us as a whole. They generalize things. Instead of calling out us, which is calling out, making the whole focal point the coronavirus without judging us on that one level. You go about insulting us, attaching each problem of the country to us, our religion and our culture, which doesn't go well with me. Okay, now, how is what you're doing right now even better? Because we should be looking towards ending this vicious cycle, isn't it? You know, because if you match them as you suggested, that we should uh, match match them or, you know, beat them at their game, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. which obviously is being a religious and tribalistic bigot. Doesn't that now make you one as well? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because in case you haven't noticed, it's something that has been going on for a very long time. They've been doing it for years and no one has been calling them out. Recently, the Bello issue, Bello Aerofire's issue that they discussed, that uh, Obizex, or what do you call her, that Ibohuma from Southern Twitter, you know, Bella Arafai tweeted something and they misinterpreted into rape issue, like, and that obvious human called him out. Which okay, my point here is, why call Arafai out when your own people have been doing it for years? They have been slandering the laws, calling out all sorts of names, but no one among them has ever tried calling them out. So imagine our frustration, being called illiterate, backwards, all sorts of names. You could think of. Imagine how we feel. So I don't feel they are in the rightful position. So, I mean, point I'm trying to make here is, is if you are going to call someone out, at least try to call your own people first. Hope you are getting my point. Yeah. And why I try to pay bigotry with bigotry is the fact that, you see, if we try to go to the IDMs, try to prove ourselves better, we can maybe try to solve issues via private and all. It will look somehow. So it's better we just engage them the way they are because and we don't we can't just continue being silent because it will only prove us that we are that they are better than us and we are inferior. We are inferior to them. It will become as if they will pass it to the next generation to look like it's a it is a fact that northerners are inferior to their southerners. And that's something that doesn't go well with me. So northerners as a whole have to speak out on this issue. We have to speak out regardless of what we are going to be called. Like me, I've been called a bigger, I've been insulted and all. But then I know what I'm doing. Maybe if we repay bigotry with bigotry, it will give room for dialogue and all. But and maybe you... 
Hello? But Sunny, have you have ever heard uh, this? Um, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. So if, yeah, we, yeah, if, yeah. if we keep going, it's like this, yeah? They're coming at us, you're going back at them. Now, yeah, if, yeah. if that keeps going on, it's the, the back and forth will not end if we do not try to educate one another. It's like this. There are bad people over there. There are good people over there. There are good people over here. There are also bad people over here. I feel like if we acknowledge all of these issues first off, deal with these issues first off, yeah? I, th I feel like people then will be able to understand where we are coming from. But when we go ahead to you know first of all be defensive about you know being told the truth and then going ahead to repay bigotry bigotry shouldn't we be taking you know the higher road isn't that what we're we are sort of known for you know no i don't i don't agree with you honestly because like we've been silent for a whole long of time and no one has done anything about no one until we started repaying back recently until we started returning the jobs gesture recently so i think there is a progress in what we are doing and eventually you will see that what they've been doing for a very long time has been uncalled for they shouldn't have done it and maybe when their elders are calling them to order telling them to stop all they've been doing and all maybe we'll have a dialogue okay i'm sorry issues out you know Personally, I have no problem with them as a whole. Like, you can call us out like we are all looking for progress and all, and we are all looking for the development of the country and the whole people as a whole. We are all Nigerians first. But when you ignore your own problems to face our own problems, there is an issue there. There is going to be an issue. At least try to call, your own, call out your own issues before trying to call out other issues. All right. Um, well, let's let's move on now. In your words, you you said after the whole drama, you know, you know, went down. You said it is time we start channeling this same energy into calling out and holding our leaders accountable and making sure they work for us. We can do so much if we all agree to work as a unit. I believe you are referring to Ariwa Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm referring to Ariwa Twitter as a whole. I think like it's time we start calling our leaders out because. Regardless of how much hatred we have for the southern Twitter for being condescending towards us and all, there is a truth in what they see, even though we don't like the way they see that truth. So I think it's high time we start calling our own leaders out. That's okay. the point of that tweet. All right. Now, in the spirit of calling our leaders out, um, you are a Kaduna person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Now, you also mentioned the state governor's son during the course of this conversation. In um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Now, you're talking about holding our leaders accountable. Now, your governor's son was in yeah. a bit of a, a... What should I call it now? <laughs> <laughs> to be politically correct. Okay. Well, he had a bit of a, an issue with um, people from down south because he said some things in somebody's DM. And... Um, no, you you didn't call him out. You didn't hold him accountable. Being a citizen yeah. of Kaduna, you didn't hold him accountable. In fact, yeah. most of the people from Kaduna that I follow and are on my timeline were, for the most part, uh, sort of making excuses and justifying the reasons why he made those tweets and you know responded to that person in the DM uh, that way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now nobody held him accountable for it, and then at the end of the day, he came back to apologize because obviously. He saw that what he said or did 
was not right. So how how do we now trust that you saying we should hold our leaders accountable is what you truly mean and it will not be like a ploy to be an apologist for said leaders? When I say we should call our own leaders and hold them accountable, I mean people with political office, people that we elected, not people like Bella Arafa. Being a governor's son doesn't make you a leader. You are just an individual, just like me. It's not like he's holding any elected office or something like that. And what he did, I have no problem with you or what you did. If I'm going to be honest with you, like, I wow. support what he did. Hello? I support what he did. People might think he is wrong, but personally, from my own perspective, I don't think he's wrong. Because you're talking, like, about, you're talking about Bello. Bello, Bello, okay. Bello. I don't agree with you people that say he's wrong for what he did. Like, you can't just come to someone's mentions and insult him, insult his father, drag his family, and expect him to smile at you. That's not how the way things, things work. I don't think that's how things work. So, basically, I'm, I don't agree with you regarding that part where they say, oh. where people are saying, well, that's the thing. I don't I don't have a personal opinion on that as far as this podcast is concerned, okay? Okay, um, okay, okay, okay. I don't agree with the people right. that think Bello is wrong okay. for, for returning the gesture. Mm. After, because he was, being, he, he was insulted that, that, by that person and they twisted into another thing. They twisted into a gang rape and all. Like, because they think, okay, Arafat is on, maybe they should try and make a big deal out of it. A lot of us have been insulted on social media and, have, and we have returned the same energy, the same insults, and even worse. And nothing has been, it hasn't been made a big deal out, uh, a, a big issue. So I don't, I see no problem with Bello. Bello is just like me, an individual. He's not the governor. He's just the son of the governor. Okay. A lot of people might say that his behavior um is sort of like a reflection of the governor no 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 i don't agree with them i don't agree with them all right like i know a lot of people might say that but regardless of how patient you are because your father is holding a political office there is that breaking point in which whereby you have to act to some insults that's mm. it. all right well let's move on then Talking about, um, you, you mentioned gang rape, and there's this particular group, a very prominent group, uh, a campaign actually uh, to fight sexual and gender based violence on Twitter that has called out some pretty powerful people of recent, um, just like the one you mentioned. But it appears you and a few peeps on Twitter, on Iowa Twitter, do not agree with them. Now, from where I'm sitting yet, I think a campaign that has a noble cause of say fighting sexual and gender-based violence which we all would agree that is actually a big huge menace in in the north i know in nigeria and in the world entirely uh, but then if a group a campaign like this has this noble cause what is the problem with it what is your problem with this said campaign is is it the people that are running the campaign or is it the campaign that you have an issue with First thing first, let me make one thing clear. Okay. I'm not against fighting human rights, sexual violence, gender violence, whatever they like to call it. Okay. My problem is with the individuals running the affairs of the movement. We all the Northerners are Muslims and against sexual and whatever violence we may call it. My problem is with the individuals, like I said, running the, running the affairs of the issue. Most of them have been caught supporting all the LGBT movement on the TL and a lot of people have called them out telling them to recast their statement make clarification and all but none of them tried making 
any clarification on their stand on the LGBT movement. And I don't think those are the kind of individuals you want fighting for women in the North or fighting for any gender violence. Because we all know, we all know that what the Northern view and the Muslim views when it comes to LGBT community. So that's just my problem with the issue. I'm not against women rights, uh, fighting for women rights, sexual violence, gender violence, whatever they call it. I'm not against that. My problem is the with the individuals running the campaign. But here's the thing, though. Um, we shouldn't throw away the baby with the bathwater now, should we? Uh, there is a message that's been passed. Should we really care about the people that are actually passing the message? As far as it does yeah, not yeah. affect, as far as it does not affect the said message that they're trying to pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a point here, but the thing is, the thing with ignoring things like this is along the way, you have to start passing over there true agenda of the movement, which I believe is LGBT, is the acceptance of LGBT in the North. So that's why I feel and believe that we should call them out and the government should we can maybe start a campaign, a, a campaign like that. But then I don't like the idea of having those individuals running that campaign of gender violence and humanity in the North. I believe it is the government's responsibility and they should be left to deal with it down. But that's the thing though, we've been for a long time now talking about how the government cannot do everything. And with individuals coming ahead to say, okay, you know what, uh, I'd like to do this, you know, shed more light on this, educate people about this. So it's not all left on the laps of the government. We should applaud people like that, shouldn't we? But that's by the way. Now, you mentioned, you said you have issues with the individuals running the organization. Not all of the individuals, um, is it all of the individuals running the organization or is it just a particular person? All of them, all of them. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's no there's no salvaging it in your books you're saying because I'm like okay if you have an issue with say maybe one person or two people there could be a petition to maybe let those people go from said campaign so that the campaign can actually move forward because deep down I feel from where I'm sitting I feel that it is a noble cause that should be fought. It is a noble cause, no doubt. But then when the individuals are in support of a movement like the LGBTQ. I don't think they are there, they are in the right position to fight for certain, to go about having that campaign in mm. the north. All right. All right. Well, um, finally, before we go, yeah, I, I noticed that you also do a lot of good in the community by providing food for the less fortunate. And I recall the Islamia type deal that you got involved with a while back. What is the update on the Islamia and um, how are you able to fund and run the organization that provides food for the less fortunate? About the election with the Islamia is something which we have this huge organization group in our area. So we came up with the idea of running the Islamia, which I brought on Twitter seeking for help. We can maybe uh, help with Qurans, math, pre math, and maybe generators. And a lot of people were of help. They helped us a lot regarding it, regarding the Islamia issue. Some sent us money. Some, some sent us books and a lot of things. And Islamia is still running, Alhamdulillah, it's been a success. And we've, we've turned it into an official Islamia whereby people are charged a fee of 15 naira every two weeks. Every two weeks. So that's it on the Islamia part. And on the food campaign, it's basically it's like the same thing. 
I, there is this guy, Ibrahim on Twitter, he was the one who reached out to me in the DM asking me, okay, a lot of, with the arrival of coronavirus, a lot of people will are going to me a lot regarding prison and all. Why not we should start a campaign on Twitter seeking for funds to have the less free, less free release? I was in disagreement at first because, you know, the issue of money, when something involves money, like, there are a lot of doubts. People have their own suspicions and all. And I'm, done, I'm not the type that likes such things. Like, when there is a suspicion going around, okay, maybe you are embezzling people's money or you are just trying to reach your own pocket and all. I don't like the issue. But then he was able to convince me into doing it. And around the a lot of individuals donated. People like Delaire, Fai, Captain Jamil, and other anonymous hundreds. Anonymous names we don't even know about. And we've shared a lot of food, a lot of food in, to different areas, different places. All right, wonderful. That's awesome, man. I wish you all the best. Um, how do Thank people how do people reach you to contribute to the um your efforts? Is it like is there like a DM, is it your DM or there's an account number or there's a phone number they can call or or what? Or should they just reach you yeah, reach out to you on I, Twitter? Most of them reach out to me via DM and like you know there is an account attached attached to the message I usually put out seeking for funds. And the account belongs to Ibrahim and all. So whatever, whatever we get, usually update me with. Then I go ahead update the people mm. on the TL. All right then. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on my podcast, Sunny. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for having. Me. From now on, I'm never going to refer to you as Waspape. Um, it's Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with that. Alright, then cool. Make sure you have a great day, okay? And also be safe out there, right? Alright, thank you. Alright. To ensure you don't miss out on next episode, follow at Mo Usman underscore on Twitter. And do turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on anything.